Welcome to Freedom From Within, a show where we discuss how to build a strong foundation for life that is important to you, your family, and your community, where we teach foundational life principles to those serving time in our prisons. Because of the successes of our program inside, we are now bringing the same program outside on this show, the show that we call Freedom From Within. Hello, my name is Cliff. And I'm Sue. And we are the directors of Freedom From Within. We are. Welcome. Hey, it's uh, really good to uh, be on our podcast today. It is. We have a special guest. Yes, it's very exciting. And so we're going to have everybody just kind of wait to find out who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there's been some cool things that have happened since the uh, last time we've uh, talked, right? Yep. And um, I'm thinking about something just happened just recently. Just a couple days ago. Just a couple days ago. Our 32nd wedding anniversary. Our 32nd anniversary. 32nd <laughs> wedding anniversary. That's crazy. Yes, it is. And so how appropriate as we're talking about authentic friends. You mm-hmm. know what? Yes, what? You're my like favorite authentic friend. Oh, you're mine too. <laughs> uh, now, really, I mean, it, it's, it's really... It, I look back at just what it takes to be um, a friend mm-hmm. that can deal with, you know, my own messiness. And you my know, own messiness. And your messiness. <laughs> and I don't know, people ask us all the time, like, what is the secret? What, what do you think the secret is? Well, I think the secret is grace, you know, just... Uh, Realizing that we do and say stupid things sometimes and having that grace to forgive each other for um, things that we say that we don't mean to hurt each other. Years and years and years ago when we first got married, we said, if um, I ever said anything to offend you, you can pretty much be assured that I said it wrong because I'm never trying to hurt you. Right, so... Being on purpose mm-hmm. with our marriage, right? Making sure that when we said "I do," for what 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 does that say? Uh, for good, bad, death to your part. What what is that? It's been so long. <laughs> I know, and we're having a wedding coming up, so we'll get to hear it all over again. Well, not you are. Do I know about well, this? Well, we not you and I, but our daughter. Oh, okay. So we'll hear all that again. You know, for good, for good, for. For better, for worse, that's it. For better, for worse, for richer, poorer, in sickness and health, till death do us part. Do to till death death. do us part. (laughs) It's like a a tongue twister. Yes. As a prison ministry, Mm -hmm. all right, I would have never thought um, that this is something that you and I would be doing. Right. I never thought about it. And during that time, I would have never thought that we've made a lot of friends along the way. Right. From time to time, we get to celebrate mm-hmm. some of those friends that we met on the inside yep. have come, uh, have been released. Yes. It's one thing to just have some acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And when, when guys don't really um, make the changes, mm-hmm. you know, like you just know that they're just not ready mm-hmm. and you want to be an authentic friend with them, but it's hard because it's kind of like, hey man, you know, see you next time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's really sad, right? right? But then there's our students that actually that graduate our program mm-hmm. and 
I don't think you and I have ever really been in a situation where we said, Hey, you know what? We're going to see this guy next time. Other than when they come, they're released. Mm-hmm. Is that do you agree with that? Yeah. You mean see him next time on the outside? Yeah. <clears throat> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have a guy uh, by the name of Lance and he um, is a graduate of our program. Mm-hmm. He not only graduated, but he became a, um, uh, a leader Mm-hmm. Uh, for the following class. Right. I don't know. I just think of this guy as this big, huge teddy bear guy. <laughs> he has a big, huge teddy bear. Right? Yes. Do you remember when the first time we met him? <laughs> yeah. He walked into class and I was like, wow, why is he wearing those shower shoes? <laughs> yeah, those bright, they were like bright, bright orange. Bright orange shower, shower shoes. shoes. I'm right? like, that, that's weird. Right. And so, Lance, we're introducing you with big feet, man. So, uh, Lance uh, Miller, we're just so thankful that you're here. And uh, welcome mm-hmm. to the show. Yes, welcome, Lance. Thanks a lot. So, do you remember that time that we met you? Yeah, actually, I do. Um, I was going through a situation where uh, I wear a size 16 shoe, and this situation actually occurs outside in the world as well, where it's hard to find shoes my size. So uh, for a little while there, I was walking around in shower shoes and, you know, I wasn't going to let that stop me from going to where I was going and um, actually going to the celebration recovery because, you know, I know that God was there. So it was definitely funny because everyone, they don't really notice uh, my size, but they notice the shoes down to the uh, lieutenants and the sergeants. And that's that's funny that you say that. (laughs) Well... I mean, and I don't know about your comment about you. We don't notice your size, man. I mean, like you're a big guy, you know, (laughs) and, uh, um, but, but, you know, I do remember seeing this big guy coming in Mm -hmm. and I introduced myself and it it took all of about maybe two or three seconds to realize that this guy was more than just a big guy. Right. He was a big hearted guy who who loved the Lord. Mm Mm-hmm. And really cares about people. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, definitely. Do you remember that, Lance? Yeah, I definitely do, man. Um, <laughs> I remember I remember uh, looking you in your eyes and you kind of looking up at me like, man, you're a big guy. But then um, <laughs> throughout the, uh, the, uh, the time being there, you know, the, the worship was like so thick that, you know, when I looked up, I mean, all of our hands was up. <laughs> yeah. Like, man. Yeah. Right. yeah the guy definitely was in there and I, I like the first thing I really noticed and that really made me comfortable was that you know you guys you know and congratulations to you guys as well to your 32 years of being married yeah. because it was something that I looked at like wow like 32 years I'm only 34 <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the peace and the way that y'all just tag team with us and just actually was so genuine and Oh, kind-hearted to us is like I felt the spirit in the room as soon as I walked in. Praise God for that! And I think it was probably we've known you for a year and a half. Does that sound right? Um, yeah. Um, I think it's about close to two now. Two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right, Lance. Um, this program is all about the foundations for life, and you graduated that that class. And what we're doing is we're just going through each individual principle. 
And we're up to the practice called authentic friends, as you heard in the beginning. When you think of authentic friends and being, you know, you serve some time, how does, how does the words authentic friends while, while you're in, in prison resonate with you? Um, well, I know for a fact that in prison we have guards up. So, you know, to see authentic, in which meaning, in my, in my opinion, real, it was it, it's kind of hard to even um see that because so many people put up these facades and so many people put up these different um images so to find an authentic friend in prison is is kind of tough but I, I i could never forget how um when i took that class and started to really break down the uh, material it, it it really helped me to to kind of look for authentic friends and be able to learn how to to open up and, and, and be able to receive, but also give, you know, that authentic friendship. Right. And how did that go for you? Did it, you find that it was easy? Was it hard? Well, it was, it was hard in the beginning, but after I kind of put my, 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 my blockers down and actually, you know, really got into it, um, I, I was able to reflect on my life. And, and see that, you know, who was really on my side and who who wasn't. And I, I kind of learned from that situation where, you know, when we were in class, you, you kind of taught about um, giving too much and not being a person that, that's not, how can I say it, uh, authentic yourself. I mean, so it was like, man, here I am always giving too much and not being able to kind of receive what I'm looking for, but you kind of taught how to put it, how to, how to give a little bit and, and receive a little bit, but then also you help me to identify kind of what authentic really is, you know, authentic friend really is. And you, you were showing like the different, the different elements where like, you know, three, the three, you, you said something like you only get three authentic friends or three to five, but it's like, you don't have that meaning. You kind of showed the circles and it, and it, it made me reflect. I'm like, man, do I even really have any, <laughs> authentic friends and it kind of helped me to evaluate different people in my life and kind of got kind of prune some of them out of my life during that uh session and that that season of my life right because i remember when you um you're going through some stuff uh we won't get into it here but i remember you know you had you had some other other demons that were kind of floating around your world during that time and you know just trying to get good advice of from people um being a good you know, role model as well. It seems like that's something that was important to you was to also be a good role model. But yet you also were humbled to realize that nobody, including yourself, has it all figured out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know like specifically in my situation, um, I, I was dealing with a lot of um, people that kind of let me down. You know, thinking that they were really my authentic friends, but I didn't know um, really who my authentic friends was. But I, I remember uh, uh, saying that, that, that you quoted, I think it was from C.S. Lewis, that you'll never know uh, uh, a straight line until you, uh, you'll never know a straight line until you put one next to you. I forgot how it go, but I know that it's like when I look at that straight line, now I know it, what authentic friends is. Now I, you gave me a chance to kind of, kind of evaluate who was really in my life and who wasn't and who was in there for a good purpose to help me to succeed and help me 
to get to where it is that God has for me and the ones that didn't was, was really just there, you know, trying to use me, you know, because people can do that for to you. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, the quote that you were looking for was, uh, and, and I know you told it to me yesterday. So, so little podcast jitters, eh? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You never know a crooked line until you have a straight line next to it. Um, and you also made reference to being good with small things. More will be added to it. Right. And that's out of Luke, uh, 16, 10. When I'm telling our listeners mm-hmm. that he's a great student, mm-hmm. Do you have any notes in front of you, man? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> no, so he's just <laughs> rattling awesome, off man. all these things, right? Yes. And there's nothing better. There's nothing better than uh, to see um, somebody who really wants their life to go in a, a, a direction that they believe God has called them to be in. Mm-hmm. But they're able to humble themselves along the way and pick out different nuggets of truth. You know, eat the meat, spit out the bones, right? Remember that, Lance? And you're a great product of the product when I, and do you know what I mean by that product of the product? Yeah. What does that mean to you? Um, you produced what, what, what the program produced, because I know for a fact that in, in that first class, I had the luxury of going and being a leader in the class as well. And seeing it from you guys' perspective, but just in the first part of it, man, I, I actually like, I was so hungry for change and so hungry to kind of learn these foundations because it's like I I, I was I have been through so much and it's like man I I need you I need you guys because your your scripture your scripture your foundation scripture kind of helped me to know that foundation like God you're God's handiwork you know what I mean it's like all right well God mold me because I don't I don't understand. And like being in that class, I was able to kind of break down some things in my life and tear down some of these walls to build a new foundation for the Lord to build my house. Because the word of God says that the that the Lord don't build my house, my labor is in vain. And I almost felt like my labor is in vain for so long until I was able to get into class and kind of see some of these things and internalize some of these things. And it's like, man, now once it got inside of me, I started to produce something outside of me. So in class, yeah, I was eating all these all these things, but then the muscle came and the muscle memory came when I got into the sales or when I got into the groups or when I got onto the yard, you know, and I, I, would, I would always come out of class learning something and, and teaching it too. Like, hey, look, that's what, hey, leaders build leaders or, hey, uh, 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 inspiration only lasts three days, but uh, transformation lasts a lifetime. <laughs> These things would just pop out of me, and then when when I was able to see it in the second part of class, it was just such an amazing thing because I seen the same hunger in the eyes of the people, and I seen where it is. Like man, I, I remember you know going through the assessments. I remember uh, reading the material and just taking my time, not just reading it so much, but uh, taking day by day, minute by minute, and, and reflecting on my life and kind of trying to remove some of those things that didn't belong there and replace them with something that was solid that would I would be able to build on in the future. That's great. Wow, Lance, thanks for sharing that. You know, um it just kind of chokes me up because I think of you and so many other of our students that, you know, these light bulb times have just gone off on them in them and oh. we've seen that and being 
you know, on this lockdown with this COVID and stuff. We just don't see that so much anymore. Um, so just talking to you just reminds me of all the other students that are still in prison and uh, some that are out and know that, you know, what um, what they've learned in the classes is still being remembered and used. And um, I know that many of the guys are still even teaching and telling other people just like you're telling us. So, yeah, you just. <laughs> yes, definitely. Very moving. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, I just wanted to let you guys know that it's definitely effective and it plays a part of my life. And, it, and that, that, that quote, the transformation, that's something that will be with me for the rest of my life and will be reproduced throughout generations. So it's not in vain. It's definitely not in vain. And people, I believe that it's others like me that's still, you know, walking and, and, and building off the foundation that you guys help us to lay. Yeah, well, and just the whole topic we're talking about with um, authentic friends and the transformation, you know, is lasting and sticking. And you're you're an authentic friend to other people because you're not just holding it on to your by yourself. You're not just keeping it for yourself. You're not telling people to show them that you're better than them. You're helping people by being an authentic friend and helping them to learn how they can also grow. And that's just so awesome. So thanks for, you know, helping others as you've been helped. So Lance, last time we, we were face to face, you were getting ready to go on work release. And then all this stuff started happening that didn't um, go as planned. And then we lost touch with each other because of that chaos. But it sounds to me like even through the chaos, based off of what we were talking about yesterday, uh, you still found a way to stay strong and also uh, become a uh, mentor to others. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about more about that and how, how that went and how you, you know, kept your head in the game and, um, and then also was able to uh, give your A game to other people as well? The last time well, I had been actually praying because you guys were praying with me to get this work release uh, program because I knew that that would be the best uh, transition for me to come back into society. And uh, I was so grateful, you know, to be able to get it and going and being led by it because it, I knew that it was God that, that led me there. Um, but yeah, some things, <laughs> some things came, um, uh, first, I, I, I when I got there, I went to uh, Stateville for a little bit, and I stayed there. And I, you know, was, was still doing, you know, what God has called me to do. And then uh, they 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 moved me about February seventh to uh, Lawndale, which is in the heart of the city, the trenches, if anyone knows where uh, Lawndale is. But um, yeah, I went through all the modules, and I was preparing and getting myself together and getting prepared to go to work. I had a, a plan, but how many know that our, our plan and God's plans are two different plans. Mm -hmm. right. But um, when I went and, and, and did all the modules, cause it took about 30 days, I was prepared to go out and get a job and do the things that I, I believe that God had for me to do. But um, the COVID hit and when that COVID hit, it shut down everything. So it was no, opportunity for me to go out and work so when I went out 
when I was stuck right there in um the uh ATC, the adult tra- transitional center, um they kind of put me on hold for a while. But then they 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 were kicking everybody out. Where they're like, all right, we're gonna either give them um house arrest or good time. Well, they they gave me house arrest, and mm-hmm. I really didn't have a home. That's why I was trying to transition and and make a little money so I could actually get into my own place. But um they end up sending me to a, a halfway house. And when I when I actually was going through that, I was I was consulting my mentor and like, hey, hey, hey uh, listen, this is what's going on, man. I really don't know, you know, what I should do. But um, you know, I thank God for that authentic friendship because I was able to be transparent but vulnerable and held accountable for what it is that God has in store for me. So I knew that God had a purpose for my life long ago, but see that that purposeful that purposeful living part kind of kicked in because it's like, all right, God, wherever it is that you have for me, man, I'm gonna go and do whatever it is that you want me to do. Well, this halfway house, I really didn't want to go to. I really didn't. I tried everything under my power not to go to it, but God had humbled me and just let me know, like, I'm with you. And, and and it's like, man, I still was kind of fighting against him. Like, man, God, but finally, it's, I really humbled myself. I'm like, man, I know that if you made it for me to get here, I know that there's something that you have in store for me. And um, I ended up going there. And when I went there, they took all of my privileges. I'm talking about I couldn't get a phone call. I couldn't get... Anything, I mean, like that. No, no visits. No, no nothing. I couldn't go to the store, and it was just so many obstacles that 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 came in my way. But I, I had continued to just, you know, trust God, and that was something, you know, that I learned, you know, back there in, you know, the penitentiary was that, you know, the reason God even put me in prison because I was trusting my 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 hustle. I was trusting my gift more than I was trusting God. And see, in this season of my life, God made me trust him because he took me through those little things, speaking of those little things, making me rule over those many things. It's like that little practice that he was helping me to overcome some of these little things. Now when the big thing came, it was like, all right, God, I know it's not, I have no control over what's taking place. But, you know, uh, thy will be done, not mine. And I remember um, when when all those things were happening to me in that home, I, I just was I was just like really getting closer to God. I mean, I was getting on my knees, and it's like I, I learned something in that situation is when 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 the enemy goes high, um, God says go low, you know, and and that 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 that, that stuck with me because it's like yeah, the enemy is he's hitting up high, but if I just get low, the word of God told me that that the humble was exalted and, and I, I just kept facing all these different things. And eventually when I, um, when they, when they put me out, cause they put me out and they put me out due to the fact that, uh, they couldn't abide by the stipulations that was put on me by the ATC. <laughs> and, um, when they put me out, I had so many opportunities to, uh, to do drugs because I'm an ex drug addict. Um, delivered. Thank God, mm-hmm. I was I was out I was out there in the streets. You know what I mean. But I had so many opportunities to go out and 
you know, to even have sex. You know, that's the first thing a man thinks about when you come out of prison is to go and go get a woman. But, you know, that purposeful living, I know that God had a plan and purpose for my life. So it's like, you know, a guy, I, I don't really know what's going on, but you taught me to live by faith and, and, and to walk by faith and not by what I see and not by what the circumstances and the situations that, that's going on around me. And I knew that even if the enemy tried to tip me, that he had uh, an escape route for me. Mm-hmm. So he, he planted an escape route for me, but still... In that instant, I still didn't even understand what was going on. So uh, I ended up having to turn myself in when the police came up. I told them, I said, listen, um, they kicked me out of this home, and I just don't know what to do. I have my band, I have my box, and I have my Bible. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And he was so focused on my size because I'm 6'7", 330, dreads, uh, <laughs> African-American, and a band on his wrist. He, he was so focused on that and not focused on what I was saying. He goes in my book bag and he looks at my Bible and he says, man, what, what do you, what, what do you, you, you must, you can't believe in this. And I said, I said, what do you mean? He said, because you got that on. I said, what does that have to do with what I'm telling you? I'm telling you that they put me out and I need to find somewhere to go because I don't want to be out here. I shouldn't be out here. And and he put me in the back of the car. And when he put me in the back of the car, they end up sending me back to the penitentiary. Mm. Man, and whoa, like, it, 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 it was, and I was still in a place of, of, of being uh, hurt and, and scared because it's like, man, God, like, you delivered me out of, out of, out of the prison. Like, I didn't never think I was going to have to come back here because I'm walking in your ways. I'm doing what it is that you asked me to do, and I'm still facing all these things. Like, what's going on? And, you know, to be honest and brutally honest, man, I almost questioned God. Like, man, what's going on? I'm doing, I I, could have did so many other things, but, you know, the first thing that I did was get on my knees and consult you. So um, when he put me in there, um, they put us on a 14-day quarantine. So they basically put me in a cell by myself. But everyone had a cell by themselves, and I heard some people talking about God. And, um, you know, I was in my stuff. I was so pacing the floor, still frustrated, trying to understand, just just, just having a one-on-one. I don't know if anybody can uh, relate with me, but I'm just having one of those with God. Like, look, God, man, is this not making sense? Hey, you got to help me on this one. When I heard them talking about God and, you know, it, it, it kind of registered in purposeful living. It kind of registered in, like, I called you. You know, I wasn't made for you, but you were made for me, Lance. And it's like, all right, God. <laughs> so I got on the door and I got in between those the little cracks of the holes and I began to minister. And I began to tell what it was that God was doing in my life and what he had done in my life. And I began to pray, you know, for the unit. And see, now, instead of, because see, the, the world used to know me as Stretch. But see, I, I address myself in the prisons as Brother Lance. <laughs> and and now, it, now I'm hearing, hey, Brother Lance, what the words say about this? And hey, Brother Lance. And I'm talking about before I knew it, I had realized why God had put me back there. And I'm talking about, every celly because they moved me from 
oh man, from C to B to B to J to L to D, they moved me all over the place. But every single room, every single person I came in contact with was hurting and I and hungry, not for food, but for the word of God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and it was it was, God was able to use you know the the situation that I was going to to shine light in a dark place because COVID nineteen shut down a lot of things so it took away from a lot of privileges that that is in prison as in like showers and and and, and, and phone calls and and yard and things like that even transfers were stopped so you couldn't even go anywhere but. But I think that God put it on hold and put it on pause and placed me in a place to have a purpose because my purpose is to serve him and glorify him through the way that I live, not oh. the way that I talk. See, they, the the brothers would begin to, 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 to really latch on to God. And I was grateful to see God do a, 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 a work in their lives through what I was going through because when I would begin to tell them my story, you know, because it's not an average story, they like, man, nah, come on, man. And you sitting in here like that? But that peace of God is a peace that surpasses all understanding. Yeah, I don't understand why I got peace, but yes, I do have peace. Because I know that the same God yesterday, today and forevermore, the same God that delivered me out of that mess is the same God that's with me. And and through that, you know, he even blessed me to, to, to even understand more of my purpose. Because I remember when the first uh, I got my first certificate from Foundation in Life, and I kind of explained to uh, Sue and Cliff, you know, the direction that God was taking me, um, and I was telling them about, you know, the mentorship program and how important it is, and the discipleship home and how important it is for us to have that spiritual reproduction. And through that time, He gave me fifteen. Mentees, fifteen, wow. fifteen. Wow. I, I, That's crazy. I'm talking. I'm thinking. I'm just gonna just reach these people and go. But these are people that 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 I'm connected to, and I remember like how how I was connected. And when I got connected to that vine, it produced fruit, and the word of God said that fruit will remain. And I remember the transition and the and 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 and, and, the, and the things that was happening in my life, and how hungry and hurting I was. And how God soothed it with, with a little word and a little authentic friendship, you know, that little love, because that love covers all the sins, all the things that I did, all the things that uh, that, 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 they, that they looked at me like. The, that love poured out something inside of me, and that love I was able to transmit and reproduce to others gave me something that I was able to, 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 to move forward in. And I know for a fact that, 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 that now... God is using me in the lives of people, and I have to give all glory and honor to him because, like, who would know or who would think, because I know not me, would think that now to this day, God is still using me in these brothers' lives. There's a brother that got 55 years, mm-hmm. and see, he has a peace that's inside of him that he that only God can give him because I couldn't imagine having 55 years behind those doors mm-hmm. and, and no, maybe not even going to think I'm going to see home, but... He has faith that he's going to make it home one day. Right. Amen. And that's due to an authentic friend, a person that comes and shows him like, hey, 
this this thing is it, real people. It's real men and women of God out here that that's willing to 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 give their life to sacrifice for 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 a greater cause. Even some uh, a youngest a young little brother that I was in there with, um, he he got I've been already been dealing with him, and as he was there, you know he he couldn't understand, and you know he a little guy. He walks up to the cell and he see a big six seven giant. He looking like man, I don't want to go in there. <laughs> and he comes in and I introduce, hey, how you doing, man? I'm Brother Lance. And I can see his countenance change and he falls down like, oh, okay, I'm in here with a man of God. I say, yeah. And he's like, man, God been dealing with me. I'm like, yeah, man, he's been dealing with me too. And I, 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 I kid you not, every person that I was in the cell with, we were able to pray and read our word and have peace while everything was going on around us, all this hollering, all this screaming, all this stuff. And the great thing about that is that God produced and showed up. That young man is at home now. I just talked to him yesterday. Mind you, I've only been out a couple days. <laughs> this wow. makes the second day that I've been out. That awesome. follow up, that authentic friend. Hey, look, how you doing today? Did you do? You still press? Yeah, brother Lance. Hey, man, man, I'm so grateful, man, brother Lance. And I'm seeing the spiritual reproduction in my eyes, and that's kind of what I've seen in that second class part of class as a leader. Like I'm seeing people grab hold to this and and being filled with this and and running with this thing, <laughs> and not only running, but I'm seeing it is just blossoming, producing fruit all around me. Like wow, like. And, and now that purposeful living thing is like, now, no matter what, I'm I'm going to line up no matter what. Like, I'm going to do no matter what the situation, the circumstance. I have to continue to serve God because I know that he has a plan and a purpose behind it all. Wow. And the great thing, like, I, 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 like, as soon as I got my phone, soon I'm talking about I called the, the parole people. And then I called the authentic friend that's in my life. And that's, that's Cliff and Sue, man. I called you guys, and I'm like, hey, I'm back. Hey, it was rough. And it made my day, man. It was it was, it was, yeah. it was super great. Well, it's awesome. Well, Lance, you know, it's it's obvious that uh, um, you're not really excited. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and you're not really feeling purpose in your life. And so I want to remind you, okay, you know, Ephesians 2.10 says that uh, you're God's masterpiece. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that through Christ Jesus, you are new. And that... Uh, uh, he's got a plan because he's planned good things in your life. And, um, and it's hard for us to understand when we're going through it, but you had a choice and I, and you had a choice to just be able to, you know, just be internalized and saying, why is this stuff happening? Mm -hmm. Or take hold of it and say, Hey, you know what? God created me with specialness mm -hmm. and he created me to be able to be a light rather than darkness in a wow. dark world. Um, and he created you to also to show that you're trustworthy because part of being a, an authentic friend, it isn't about, you know, others being an authentic friend. It's about you being an authentic friend by being, showing that you're trustworthy, that people can see you or me and be able to know, Hey, you know what? There's something different about you. You know, the, the world right now is always about putting on their masks and 
not letting anybody know who you are. And we know in prison, talking to our students, that trust is something that uh, is highly respected, but they don't believe that it exists. But those that have actually embraced it and said, no, it doesn't have to be, I don't have to give trust to everybody. That would be foolish. Mm-hmm. Right. But that doesn't, but that doesn't give me the um, reason for me not to be trustworthy, like to contribute to the problem. Right. And I, I think that's why uh, we just heard your enthusiasm because you actually trust yourself. You've actually yeah. have, um, it sounds like you have integrity with yourself. I think that's one of the number one issues that we've, we've find is that people don't have integrity with themselves. Right. Right. That's good. Well, so we were just listening to Lance Miller, one of our graduates. Yes, we were. And stuff. um, It's so awesome that I think we need to continue this conversation to the next show. Great idea. I know. It was just amazing. It just like came to me. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Awesome. So, Lance, is that okay with you? Yeah, that'd, that'd be awesome. Good. All right. So, we're going to just hold on one second, and um, we're going to bring you back here in just a bit. But in the meantime, um, for those of you that uh, uh, want to know more about our ministry, Freedom From Within, you can go to freedomfromwithin.org, right? Yes, you can. You can, you can also um, email us. Yes, email us at info at freedomfromwithin.org. Right, dot O-R-G, right? Um, like us on our um, uh, podcast, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, um, you know, if, give us give us those ratings. It helps us get the word out and be able to share, you know, more stories like Lance and, mm-hmm. and, and others. Um, but really more, what's also important is just growing together. Right. And building that foundation. Yes. So until next time, um, you know, we pray that, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're looking up, knowing that God's in control. And um, I don't know, what's, what's, what do we say, Sue? We say, live, live it, it to, to give, give it. it. And may you be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm.